R E A R E A R E A R E A Audio Rea Audio. Rea Audio. Welcome to REA Audio. My name is Todd Loomis, and this week we have a bit of an unexpected special treat. Back in March of this year, Reemployability hosted a webinar with Jacob Lawrence, founder of a company called I Make Work Fun. Jacob gave us an hour's worth of great ideas on how to engage our clients and workmates better in a world where personal contact was severely limited. Although we are beginning to open things up and getting to see people more often, most of us are still finding that our personal contact is limited as we continue to figure figure out how to navigate in our new world. Jacob's suggestions are timeless and will help us all be better communicators regardless of what our COVID world looks like. We'll sprinkle in segments of this webinar throughout the rest of the year. This week, we're going to learn how to make meetings and events more fun and productive and how to get better organized as well. Our guest is Jacob Lawrence, founder of I Make Work Fun. He's a team building expert and public speaker who utilizes edutainment to foster positive company culture and team dynamics. Jacob, how's it going? All right, fantastic. Well, hello everybody. Nice to meet you. Like Todd said, I have jam packed as much information into this next hour as humanly possible um, because my goal is that you won't be able to use probably everything we talk about, but there will be something that will stick, something that you'll be able to take back into your own life and implement right away. So I've, I've kind of crammed as much info in here as possible. So I'm going to jump right in. I want you to think about your definition of fun for this next hour, because fun has many different looks. It doesn't just mean games and parties. Now, don't get me wrong. I've hosted my number a number of games and activities and parties and everything, but fun can look different don't think fun just means you're throwing a bash at the office. Um, so while I am making work fun, I'm, I'm still covered a variety of topics, including some rather serious stuff. So when I'm doing my coaching or my company culture workshops or staff training, these are all the different topics that I've actually trained on. I've taught active shooter training, stress management, problem solving, change management, communication, teamwork, conflict resolution, emergency situations. So again, don't put fun just in the box of it's silly, it's icebreakers, it's just laughing and playing games. It can be a variety of things, just like I've, I do a variety of topics through my work. So keep that in mind as we're moving forward. And so a few examples of what, what do I mean by fun at work outside of, okay, you played a fun game or fun activity. What else does fun mean at work? Well, let's say you've come up, come up with an improved communication plan. Well, now your team projects are going to be a lot more fun. Well, let's say you did a virtual team building activity during a staff meeting. Well, now your future interpersonal communication is going to be easier and more fun. Or maybe you created a new and efficient work from home process or even an in-office process. Well, now that's going to save you time later. That's going to save you stress later. And being stressed and wasting time is not fun. So now you're going to have more fun. So again, I'm kind of getting you to change your perspective about what fun means. And why is having quote unquote fun important? Well, it ultimately comes down to engagement and retention. So there's a, a saying, your most important assets aren't your clients, it's your loyal employees, which I love. The percentage of employees who are disengaged from their work. This is pre-COVID. Anybody want to take a guess? 67%. Yeah. 60, that's two thirds, that's two out of 
every three people on this call are just kind of like, eh, my work's okay. I don't really love it. You know, it's all right. I mean, that's, that's sad, right? And that's, and that's before COVID when we had more options. Now, what employees say keeps them engaged is their strengths are actually being utilized in the organization. They feel their voice is actually heard and they're making a difference and they have a positive relationship with their coworkers. And that's where I come in. That's what I'm trying to help with. And then to take it even one step further, it's expensive to replace people who quit because they're disengaged. The percentage of a worker's annual salary to hire them, if you have to replace them, anybody want to take a guess at this percentage in the chat? It's about a third. A third of their yearly salary you have to spend in order to replace them between new hiring and interviewing and other people's jobs taking a hit. So for on average, if somebody makes 60K, it's gonna cost them roughly 20 to $45,000 to replace them. So what I'm trying to do is break this disengagement cycle of somebody is hired, then there's a lack of quote unquote fun, there's a lack of engagement, there's a lack of being connected to what they're doing and the people that they're around. Therefore, they become disengaged, then eventually they quit, and then it costs you money, and then you hire a new person and you start the cycle over. So I'm trying to break that cycle and send you on a different path, whether you are the person that is doing the hiring or you are the person that is currently disengaged thinking about quitting, I'm trying to help on both ends of that coin so that I can break that disengagement cycle for you. All right, so this first section is how to make your meetings and or events better. And so you might be wondering, how can I do this? That's the number one question. How can I do this? And so I'm gonna give you my secret sauce that you can use. Uh, I use what's called the funnel approach. Yes, it's a pun and it's fun. It's a, it's a punny, funny, all right, just yes, it's a pun, all right? So, but you're using the funnel approach and what that means is you're taking everything that you normally do, whether it's a meeting, it's a training, it's a sales call, it's a consultation, it's a an event whatever it might be and you're putting it through this funnel in order to get positive effects and what is in the funnel there are 10 words that are in the funnel all right those 10 words are collaborative considerate different efficient empowering engaging inspiring interactive positive and tactile Okay, and so what this means is you're gonna take something. Let's say you have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with somebody in the office or a, a staff meeting every Monday in the office, whatever it might be. It's kind of feeling stale. It's kind of feeling monotonous. It's kind of feeling not productive or not efficient or not fun. Put it through the funnel. Go through and say, okay, which of these 10 words are a check and which are not? All right, is our staff meeting that we do every week, is it collaborative? Are people actually working together in some way? Is it considerate? Is everybody being kind or is everybody just talking over each other and being rude? Is it different or are we doing literally the exact same thing every single week and that's why it's getting monotonous? Is it efficient? Maybe we're talking in circles or maybe we keep talking about the same things or our agenda is not coherent and we're not having, these meetings aren't efficient and maybe that's why people are getting frustrated. Is it empowering? Do people leave empowered to go out and be creative, to try new things, to come up with new ideas, to get excited to do their work? Number six, is it engaging? Are people actually paying attention or is everybody just 
kind of sitting there letting one person talk like oh my gosh get me out of this meeting uh, hopefully they'll stop talking soon if we don't look at them their vision's based on movement just don't look at them this meeting will end and then maybe it's not engaging and maybe that's an issue number seven is it inspiring are you inspiring people are people getting warm and fuzzies during the meeting because certain things are happening or certain quotes are being said or music's being played or videos are being shown or whatever it might be number eight is it interactive or is it literally the one same dude who won't stop talking the whole time? Or are people actually going back and forth? Is there a dialogue? Number nine, is it positive? Is there a positive spin? Or does everybody show up like, oh, here are our problems we gotta solve. Uh, we just don't know what's going on. We all had a tough week. And the last thing is that, is there anything that's tactile? And now I understand that that is specifically difficult in the virtual world, but I'll give you some activity ideas later on that you can do that allow people to do something tactile, meaning you're touching something, you're physically building something or holding something or showing something or drawing something. There's a lot of research that talks about how that helps with our brains, that helps us stay connected to something, it helps us have more fun. So this is the funnel, this is taking whatever it is that needs a, a makeover, and you're cross-referencing it against these words. Now, you might not check off all 10 of these words, but you might see where the gaps are. You might say, okay, uh, this is interactive. People are talking back and forth, um, but it's not different. It's not, you know, we're not really doing anything that we haven't done every single week. Or you might say, okay, this is um, efficient, but nothing is overly inspiring or empowering about this. We like get stuff done, but then at the end, it's just kind of like, eh, Nobody feels like, oh man, this was so amazing. And so this is gonna give you some areas that you can target. So you can say, okay, we did not check off these four uh, words in the funnel. Which ones can we address? What can I change? Can I add an inspirational quote in here? Can I add an activity to this? Can we do things a little bit differently? Can somebody else talk more than this person? Can we make this more of a collaborative activity as opposed to just informing somebody? So that's kind of an overall approach to making meetings better, um, your events better, whatever it might be, you can make those better by attacking it with the funnel and figuring out what boxes are not checked. And so I've compiled kind of like the five most common time management, uh, actually, excuse me, these are a few of the most common organization and prioritization tactics. And this can also help make your meetings and your events better, whether you're working from home or whether you're in the office. Um, one common approach is to start with the big rocks. That's a phrase based on the story where somebody was asked to fill up a jar with rocks. They filled it all the way up and said, it's full. And they said, no, it's not. Put some pebbles in it. And then they put pebbles in it. And they said, oh, it's full now. They said, no, it's not. Put some sand in it. And they kept finding more room. And so the idea is start with the big rocks. Because if you start with all the little things, all of the sand, you're going to fill up your jar. And then you're not going to have any room for all the big rocks. So that's a common prioritization uh, tactic that a lot of people use. Another one is called the Eisenhower matrix or the four quadrants of significance. And that's ranking your tasks across the urgent versus the important axes. And what I mean by that is important means, hey, this is, this is big. This is going to have an impact on what we are doing. Uh, it's gonna have an impact on our work or it's gonna have an impact on my personal life, whatever it is, this is important. And urgent is more like, this is time sensitive. It's urgent that we do it now. I there's a deadline on this. We have to accomplish this by X time or the opportunity disappears. And so what you can do is you can track your tasks and put them in this two by two and figure out, okay, what should I actually be focusing on? 
because quadrant one up at the top left, that's a yes, yes. That's This is important and it's urgent. So that's your do category. You need to actually be doing these things that are both important and urgent. Quadrant two up at the top right, that's your delegate category. That's something that's urgent, but it's not overly important. So that's something that like, yes, it's something that we have to do. It's urgent, it's time sensitive. I gotta get it done this week, but it's not overly important. It's not gonna, the business isn't gonna crumble. My personal life isn't gonna crumble if it doesn't get done, but it's still something that we have to do. Is that something that maybe you can delegate out in order to spend your time on something else? Quadrant three is something that's important, but it's not urgent. Uh, it's really important that uh, I really get our social media accounts up and running so people can see us on that. That's important. That's going to have an impact down the road. But is that urgent that you get it by 5 p.m. tomorrow? Probably not, unless that's a goal that was handed to you to get done by tomorrow. So that's in the decide category. You need to decide, okay, is this something that I need to be focusing on right now or something that I'm going to be doing later or are we going to do this at all? And then the fourth quadrant is things that are not urgent and not important. And that's the delete category. That is the, you do not need to be wasting your time on this. You need to take that out of your life. And so that's the Eisenhower matrix, the two by two. And then another common way that people prioritize their tasks is they rank them. They say high impact, medium impact, or low impact. How important is this? What is the impact if I do do it and or if I don't do it? And then once you put them into these categories, then you can be you can be more organized and pick what you need to be focused on. Thanks for listening this week to REA Audio. If you have any comments or suggestions for an upcoming episode, please let us know. Email Todd at reemployability.com. Also, please follow REA Audio on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out more content, including webinars at listentorea.com. We'll have notes from Jacob with all the info from today's podcast up on listentorea.com for reference if you want to go check it out. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and next week we'll speak with Mindy Murphy of The Spring of Tampa Bay. The Spring's mission is to prevent domestic violence, protect victims, and promote change in lives, families, and communities. Please come back next week for that very important episode. Until then, have a great rest of your day.